la la la. Okay, do you want to? Oh boy. Oh boy. And welcome to Baddest Mothers in the Room. I'm Casey. I'm the mother of Bo. Should have done the math on this one. Had plenty of time. <laughs> Two-year and four-month-old baby boy. And I'm Tristan. I'm the mother of Nelly, a two-year and one-month-old baby girl. Knew it right off the top of my head. Because I scored. <laughs> also, it really it just, just happened. To- yeah. We're the kind of gals that didn't know if we were going to have kids or not, but then we did it and we're here to talk about it. No, we are not professionals, so don't take our advice if we give you any too seriously, because we are just here to talk about the perils of parenting. So, if there's something you want to hear us talk about, or if perhaps you or someone you know should be a guest, hey, send them our way. Also, you can also write in and respond to anything that we had been talking about in any of our previous episodes. For example, didn't we have one? Yes, we did. We have one from Teresa. Teresa. Katolka Cummings. um, Who uh, I know from way back in the day. Hi, Teresa. So she's giving us a couple bits of tips of advice. One, so as you all can remember, I've been leaving Bo's door open sometimes, close sometimes to contain him into his room now that he's in a toddler bed. It's interesting. It goes both ways. But she's saying her advice is to put up a baby gate in the doorway. That's what she did with her girls when they were little. Her friends do the same thing with their kids. That way you can shut the door or you can leave it open. I like it. That's brilliant. Randomly, because we live in a condo, so we don't have any stairs in our home, I've never even purchased a baby gate. So I've never even thought about it. So that's a pretty good idea. Um... Thanks, Teresa. That's a good one. Also, she's giving me some hot tips on some good GF pizza in the Joliet area. That's Semino's. Semino's is very good. Oh. I don't think I've eaten there since I've been GF, so I should probably try it. I'm wondering if the audience will be able to hear our children stomping up and down your hall. Clumping around. (laughs) We haven't had this in a while, that one of the classic old episodes where you and I are sequestered in Nellie's bedroom Mm -hmm. and the daddies are watching the babies. Daddies are, air quote, Watching them. Yeah. <laughs> um, they, they knew how I felt about their level of watching them immediately when I went in there to check on them. Because Chris, the first thing he said when I walked in the room was, have you seen Bo and Nelly? <laughs> Jokingly, as Bo and Nelly were directly behind him in the ball pit. But still, uh, truth and comedy people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, he knows. He knows. He knows how bad he's doing. <laughs> Or how bad we think he's doing. Right. Word, word. Ugh, I've had some real fails, speaking of which. Yeah, you got a lot of good I've had ones? Some, like, I've had the kind of, a couple kind of fails that I would be like, if Chris did them, I'd be like, you fucking idiot. Oh. Like, ugh, this is why, you know. Yeah. Um, Like, well, one, it's funny uh, because it just re-happened while I was standing there. And that is we got... So there's a little more to this story, but we got Nellie a slide for her birthday. Yes, it's beautiful. It is. Thank you. It is living in our front room with the ball pit. Mm-hmm. We have a whole Chuck E. Cheese set up yes. up there, basically. Yeah. Animatronic animals. Yeah, yeah. Horrible pizza. Yes, horrible pizza. Uh, drunks that get into fights with each other. Yeah. We've got the whole nine yards. Just kind of smells like pee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's got this slide now, and she was, you know, just tooling around in her jammies. It was a Sunday. Okay. That's, her, that's jammy day. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saturday would be too, except we have music class really early, so she has to get dressed. Sure. Um, so she was tooling around, and she was wearing, like, those fleecy pajama, mm-hmm. footy pajamas, and I was like, oh, Nellie, 
I bet you would go really fast down the slide in those, uh-huh. you know, as like a whole sensor, a whole like suit. Yeah. And so she's like, yeah. And so she goes around and climbs down, uh, slides down the slide, gets stuck on the lip at the bottom because the footy pajamas have treads. Yeah, little treads. And, le- and just goes ass over tea kettle oh. over the top. And I was like, oh my God. And she, I don't, I don't think she's gone down it since then. That was it. Yeah. 86 slide. Yeah. Oh, no. And I felt so bad because, and then just now, Bo was going down mm-hmm. and he had his shoes on. So then he almost bit it too. Yeah. The, the lip of that slide is intended to slow them down and it does just way too good of a job yeah. if you have shoes or tread or anything. Yeah. I need to like really enforce. Because I even thought, I was like, oh, I should probably tell him to take his shoes off. But he, wear, he wears shoes at the park so it'll be fine not because yeah. i hadn't nailed down that it was the lip until that just happened just now uh, like i thought it was just it getting caught on the slide somewhere. Right, i right. didn't realize it was that lip right there that'll catch anything right yeah um but luckily Bo is more stalwart guy and didn't actually somersault off yeah. of it like nelly did so. yeah right and even if he did, he'd be like, whoa. And then he'd probably still go do it again. Yeah. Then he'd put on a second pair of shoes somehow, yeah. like on his hands. On or his something. hands. Yeah. Be like, now I go down hands first. <laughs> Watch this. Front but, flip. So I'm sorry that I wasn't like, oh, no, Bo, let's take your shoes off. But it's I, fine. I really was like, oh, he'll be okay. Now you've, but now you've I finally know. done the full experiment. <laughs> now and I now know. Now you can officially put up a sign that says, please remove shoes yes. before going down slide. Yes. For all your guests. <sighs> well, that's so. a fail, but you know, it's not the worst. Maybe she'll forget about it and get back on. Yeah, probably if she keeps hitting her head all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She'll just be like, mm, slide. <laughs> she actually, if I may continue on. Please. Just uh, yesterday, we were playing on the bed, on my bed and Chris's. Everything's fine, guys. Um, we, she <laughs> on and my I, half of the bed. <laughs> yeah, she and I were hanging out on the bed. We like to count to three and then flip back and throw our feet in the air. And then she's really into tucking in her stuffed animals right now. So she was like, I want elephant, I want elephant. And I was like, oh, I'll go grab them. You stay here. And I walked out the door and left her on the bed. And then I just hear, clonk, 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 clonk. Oh, and then no. she's just like laying on the ground. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, no. I'm so sorry. And she was just like wailing. Oh. And, um, did she really get hurt or did she just get scared? I don't know. I mean, there's not like a mark, but, you know, head trauma. Yeah. And then I was like, ah, she's, you know, she got over it and la la. And then later she was like, before bed, she was so sleepy, like sleepier than we've ever seen her without it being like way past her bedtime. Mm. And we were like, oh, we got to get this kid to bed. And then this morning I was like, I wonder if she had like a fucking concussion or something. "Ah, She was like falling asleep in her dinner. Oh, no. I mean, this was like hours later, but still, I was like, uh, I mean, le- last night I was just like, haha, she's so tired. And that now today I'm like, did I? Whoops. Fuck that up. Well, she seems to be fine. I so yeah. moving on, I guess. <sighs> I guess we'll find out. You heard it here. Time stamp this in yeah. case we need it for court. Yeah, right. This will be the testimony <laughs> against yourself. Whoopsies. Yeah. I'm sure she's fine. They really bounce back these days. They do. That age. sleepiness was weird, though. I've that never, is weird. Because she was like, yeah, she was like, over her noodles Aww. or whatever. But, she just partied too hard yesterday. Yeah, I guess so. Saturday party day. Yeah. Yeah, Bo doesn't do that very often either. But during his naps lately, like today, when I was like, what do you want for lunch? She was like, bed. 
I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> good night. Let's go to bed. <laughs> just like they let you know a little bit more. My favorite answer to what do you want for lunch, Nellie did about a month ago, and it was dinner. Oh, okay. It's like, all right. Okay. I don't know what that means. Okay, so dinner food. Dinner for lunch. Dinner for Breakfast lunch. For wow, dinner. you're nasty. Dinner for <laughs> lunch? <laughs> yeah. What a world. Just full twice-baked potato uh, and a T-bone, t-bone steak. Yes, yeah. yes. Salad bar. Full salad bar, please. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we did uh, breakfast for dinner the other day, and Bo was, like, giggling the entire time. Oh, really? He felt he was devilish? Just like, this is ridiculous <laughs> and delicious. <laughs> what is his standard breakfast? That- just scrambled eggs oh, with okay. usually some broccoli or spinach, maybe some cheese. Very nice. Slice of toast. Mm-hmm. That's the whole thing. Yeah. Sounds like a good dinner. I've, had, I've done that. Yeah, I have, too. I've been really egg crazy since I did Whole30. <laughs> like, I manage a way to mention Whole30 every time. Uh, because Everybody I, always does. Yeah, I was e- just eating eggs so much for breakfast that it's like, now I'm like, yes, eggs for breakfast. That's what I want all the time. Mm, too much work. Ugh. I mean, on a weekday for me, I know you poach them. Poach them? Scramble them? I don't even care. Eggs. Grow them in a tree? Yeah, yes. I grow my, I have an egg tree. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so that's my story. I have those at Easter. Oh, yeah. Mm. yeah. I don't know why. But here it is Christmas time. Christmas time. Do, 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 do. Oh, was it even Halloween the last time? It was. Yes, but Thanksgiving's happened. Thanksgiving happened. I don't really have much to report on that. We went to Michigan. We did it. We were all over West Michigan from Grand Rapids to Kalamazoo to Lansing. So there was kind of a lot of car time. Um, there is actually a fail involved in that. Great. I've already done two. So. so here we go. Yes, I've got two fails as well. So uh, this one is, we've been talking a lot about turning his seat around. Mm-hmm. And save it if you want to get on me about how you should absolutely keep him backwards until basically his feet have busted through the back windshield because I'm not going to listen to it. So he was pretty crunched in. He was definitely getting annoyed that his legs were not able to be straight and he'd like kick a lot and like complain. Um, and plus I think he gets motion sick, so he's backwards and all that. And I know a lot of people are like, no, you wait until absolutely till they're at least 40 pounds. But then other people are like, just wait till they're two and then turn them around anytime after two. So apparently we're somewhere in between there, yeah. more towards the 2, p- 2 p.m., <laughs> two-year-old <laughs> side. So we talked about it, we talked about it. We said we were going to do it before this trip, and then we didn't for some reason. And then we're like... Almost, we're over halfway through this drive. Everything's going well. We're le- we leave Chicago. There's no traffic out of Chicago. Cruising through Indiana. There's no weird weather things going on. There's even some sunshine here and again. Cruising along. We're going to get to hit Mark's grandma's house early in Grand Rapids. We're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So then we decide, this is going too well. We should just fuck some shit up and make ourselves real miserable, right? <laughs> So we need gas. We stop and get gas. We grab a snack. We use the bathroom, all that. And then Mark's like, all right, I'm going to turn the seat around. I'm like, all right, let's do it. Right here in this fucking parking lot of this gas station. So dumb. So we pull over. And so it's like, I got to keep Bo stationary because there's just cars everywhere because it's a gas station. This would be much smarter to do at his grandma's house, right? (laughs) When Bo and I could be inside playing and doing whatever and Mark could be out there turning it around. Instead, I'm like trying to keep him occupied with videos on the phone while the two of us are sitting in the front seat. Every once in a while, I have to jump out and run around and help Mark. 
Bo's screaming from time to time when his video isn't like satisfying him enough. Ugh. And the turning around process ended up being a total pain in the ass. We don't really know why, if it's like the shape of the backseat of the Prius or something or whatever. But like getting, so you know how it kind of like leans back a lot yeah, when they're backwards. Mm-hmm. So part of it is you have to like straighten it back up. So they're sitting a little bit more upright. Then turn it around, strap it back in, strap it in a different way, all these different things. Mark slices his his knuckle open. So he's like bleeding all over. There's like blood in the backseat of the car, blood on the, on the pavement. Oh no, and then he couldn't play the high school dance after that Ex- and Marty McFly Exactly, exactly. So then someone had to take his place. They played some music from the future. Very strange. Um, so yeah, it was just a big old pain in the ass. And then like we're over halfway through it. I'm like, why? Are we doing this here and now? We're also like <laughs> sucking in gas fumes because <laughs> yeah. we're at a gas station. I'm just like, what are we doing? I'm getting a headache here. This is horrible. You weren't at the pump though, right? No, 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 no. We're not those assholes. <laughs> when we go into the gas station, we always pull over and get out of the pump. PSA, get away from the pump. Go pull over if you're going to go inside. Um, so yeah, we're just sitting in like a parking spot. But still, we're at a gas station. Like this yeah. is so stupid. Then this family rolls up next to us. I think they have three kids in there. Maybe it was only two, but I feel like it was three kids in there and some big old SUV parents. They get out and we're like staring at them, but it's because I wanted to like see their car seats. (laughs) So I'm like looking at their car seats, but their kids are also screaming. So then they see us looking at them and they're looking at us and and, uh, they're like, yeah, you'd think we were torturing them. It's like they really want food, but we just had a huge breakfast and now we're going to dinner because it's Thanksgiving. I'm like, oh, yeah, I hear you. I'm like, I'm actually just looking at your car seat because we just decided right now for some reason to turn ours around. So I'm trying to get a better view. And they're like, oh, yeah, we've been there. You know, their kids are a little older than ours. I'm like, okay. And then I like lean over to do something to Bo and I hear the dad say to Mark, it's like, yeah, she decided. And he's lucky that I was over by Bo. If I was still standing by him, I may have fucking karate chopped his fucking neck. <laughs> I was like, I saw red. Like he is lucky I like almost blacked out for a second or I literally would have just like, hi right at his windpipe. Just I was like, sprayed a bunch of gas on him just, and lit oh a match. God. Oh my God, just punched him in his stupid big old gut. I'm like, I'm sorry, what the fuck? You've just decided to make this sexist for no goddamn fucking reason? Yeah, especially when you were like... She decided. You were like not totally on board with the decision. And you were like, for some reason we did this. Yes, like, like that's it? what I said to them. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, Mark the one is the one who brought it up. I definitely was like, sure, whatever. Yeah. Like, so... I say we are equally to blame for this debacle. Like, no one decided to chime in with, like, a really nice, like, let's do this at a better location. <laughs> let's think about this. Yeah. But I was like, oh, my God, you motherfucking piece of shit. No. So then when we left, I was like, fuck that guy. So I took, like, all my anger about our decision and the way it was super difficult and just targeted it right towards that motherfucker. Oh, nice. Fuck that guy. Oh, good. Then that's good then. Yeah. Then you had a nice little scapegoat. Yeah. Then yeah. you didn't have to get mad at it was all his Mark fault. or yourself. She decided. I'm like, oh my God, your poor wife. <laughs> she has to deal with this dumb bullshit every day, I bet. Probably. So that's my first fail. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. But Bo is a lot happier. That's wonderful. Say, is, was he freaking out in the car and that was what made you turn it around? Uh, well, we've point. just been talking about it a lot. Yes, he definitely freaked out on and off. Oh, okay. But, I didn't know because you said this trip was going well. So I was like, Yeah, it was, it was going, going pretty well, but he oh. always kind of freaks out. He needs gotcha. to be entertained constantly. So yes. like Mark's riding in the back. 
Um, when we did turn him around, he was freaking out a lot at first. And I was like, oh, no, we thought this would be better. But then he passed out. Was That's he just fine. like, my seat, it's backwards. Someone fix it. I No, he was just like screaming about videos, I think, because he had been uh, able to uh, watch them uh. while we were stopped. Uh, so at first I was like, oh, and this is pointless? Cool. <laughs> but now we like, he comments on the trucks that are driving by and you can see out the window and stuff. So That's great. It's better. I don't know if we did it too early or not, but we did it. Here we are. We're not turning it back around now. I'm on board. Thank Do you. it. Thank you. Do it. I cannot. I have no judgment on Th- this one. Thank you. You know, I like to judge people. Yeah. Sometimes I legitimately have no. I don't care. Yeah. And I did post a picture of it on Facebook and I thought, or on in, just on Instagram. Oh, you thought people would be And like, I was oh, like, oh, I wonder if people are going to be like, why'd you do that? But no one said anything. I have, I will never post a picture of Nellie in her car seat because I know someone, no matter what, will be like, um, but the, you're strapped. the chest clip is supposed to be at the nipples or yes. the, the shoulders are supposed to be up high or whatever. And I'm like, I know. Just leave me alone. I, I mean, I'm pretty sure I'm Maybe very anal emotion. about it, so I'm pretty sure right. I do okay. But I'm still like, every time I've seen a picture of someone in a car seat, someone has said something. Yes, yes, yeah. especially I've on never those seen like one go mom unscathed. groups. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Look at my cute kid. Move those shoulder straps. I am constantly on mark about that crossbar, though. The nip, the nip bar. Yes, I'm mm. like it needs to go up to his armpits. Please. Mm-hmm. It never does. I'm like, what happens when I'm not here? It just stays way down there? Or what? <laughs> like, let's move it. Especially now that he's forward facing. It's even more key. Mm. Like, we need to put a note or something. Let's go. Let's go. Um, That was fail one. Is there fail two? Or do you want to sp- sprinkle them around? Let's have some good news. Okay. Do you got anything good? Well, I probably should talk. Well, this is, um, you know, just a win, a win fail salad. Of course. Ooh, delicious. Because Nellie's birthday passed yes. since we last spoke with the people. Mm-hmm. She turned two, yep. loving it, two and loving it. Uh, two flirty and thriving. Yeah. Doesn't um, feel a day over one and three quarters. <laughs> yeah. Um, the party, we had a party. It was great. It, it was. was so much fun. It was a blast. Um, I was, I did not get everything done in time. Mm. I was still frosting cupcakes when people came, and I was still frosting cupcakes long after people were there. <laughs> when people and, left, you're just like frosting. Yeah, I was just still frosting cupcakes. Um, and I, but I felt like it was a win for me because I was like, you know what? I, because I had, so it was a rainbow theme, everybody. I can't remember if I brought this up. Um, but so the cupcakes were going to be, you know, in an arc shape, and there uh. would be a red group of cupcakes and then an orange and you know and then like one purple cupcake but by the time you get down to it of course when i went to lay it out on the board that many cup that's a fucking lot of cupcakes right. to make that and and i did have enough but it it was going to be so enormous there was nothing i could have put it on other than just straight on the dining room table and then nobody could put anything on the dining room table and it would just be this world of cupcakes mm. um doesn't sound horrible but so i was gonna die i was making the frosting when you came yes. in the door and then i was like so it was just white and i was gonna go through and dye it you know it's yeah. little roy g biv actually i think i was just gonna go roy g bv roy g indigo roy g bv okay yeah gotcha. indigo's overrated yeah right um you can't have indigo and violet what yeah the hell yeah come on um so I was going to like dye each one separately. And then I was just like, put them in little things. And I was like, 
what the fuck? Nobody cares. It doesn't matter. I already made a beautiful vegetable platter and a beautiful oh, fruit truly, platter. Truly, truly. Just the fruity the colors. Rainbows. The colors were amazing. Um, and cut it all up, all anally, since it was going to be toddlers. All the grapes were in, you know, mm-hmm. lengthwise. And all the, what else did I have to cut that you shouldn't have to cut? Oh, baby carrots. carrots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Tell the people about the slide. We've already oh, yeah, talked well, about the slide. Well, but. <laughs> this leads into a fail as well. But anyway, oh, uh, before yes. the slide, um, yeah, so there was just, it was very frantic at the last uh-huh. minute. And I and we were the first ones to <laughs> pop our heads <laughs> with them. But that was fine. I mean, good, you know. Though I mean everybody that was coming to the party or people that were very comfortable right. with it. It was not a, a wide cast net. So I don't think there's anybody that I would have been like, I'm so embarrassed. Super yeah. formal. Um, the alderman's here. Yeah, because oh it was really, it, that's the great thing about when they're this age. Like, you're not inviting their friends. You're inviting no. your friends. Exactly. And if they have kids, they can come too. They don't you know? have any so. goddamn friends. <laughs> yeah, so so it was fine. But, but I was, I did have like delusions of grandeur on this thing and it kind of all fell apart but Aww. I feel like I rolled with it pretty well because yes, I can get a little over like frazzled about those things and wanting it to be perfect and I was like ah I guess this is what we're doing and now everybody gets me gets to watch me put together their charcuterie board you know I didn't even notice um thank you and you helped me friend win oh because I had told you I was like Oh, I feel bad. I have two gluten-free people and two vegan people. And like, ah, I just bought them these, like, I was trying to kill two birds with one stone and be like, let me just find something gluten-free and vegan that they can have for cupcakes, Mm -hmm. which doesn't exist because no one hates their life that much. No, they're not going to be made out of air. Yeah. And there was one thing and I bought them. Oh, and I gave them to you. Yes. So you've got them. I do. Um, I eat them. I have two with my tea on occasion. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so then I told you about it and how I felt guilty. So then you very kindly got, well, you got Mark to do it, but you sent Mark to go get the very expensive. Yes. The lovely gluten-free bakery by us. Yes. Two GF cupcakes and two vegan, also gluten-free cake pops. pops. Yeah. I mean, partially I was doing that for myself, you know, but. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. Thank you. It was really nice. I did eat my cupcake. I felt bad about doing it. And, but then I felt like. It felt crazy also to do it because it would have taken so long to go do it. And they're so expensive. They are pricey. Yeah. Uh, Like those four, I'm sure, cost 10 times like the total of the rest of the cupcakes. It could be. That's how it was for (laughs) Bo's birthday. The four pack of cupcakes were more than the 64 cookies from some big box store Uh crap, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but that was nice, so thank you. Then it turned out they're not even vegan. They're vegetarian. Oh, those fuckers. They could have eaten anything. Yeah, it was fine. This stupid husband. I even confirmed with him, and he's like, yeah. Uh, and then later I was like, I, wonder- I just found out they're not vegan. And he's like, oh, yeah, they're vegetarian. And I was like, what the fuck? So they must have thought I was so annoying when I was like, hey, there's vegan pops. There's vegan pops. And like, what do they think? Because we're lesbians? We like vegan stuff? I don't know. Uh, oh, so, well. They ate them, though. Oh, They good. ate those well, pops. That was their punishment. I practically forced them down their throat. <laughs> I was noticing that their son was eating. And not that, like, Bo doesn't go with my dietary restrictions or with Mark's stuff. But uh, I did notice their kid eating a lot of things that were not vegan Whatever. Well, he's not vegan. He's so. not vegan. No, no one is. None of them are vegan. Literally so. no one here was vegan. All right. Great. <laughs> um, 
so anyway, so that was a mess. Uh. Um, but, oh, the slide. So that yes. was a win. That This was my big vision was that the slide, she would get the slide on her birthday morning and I would make it into a rainbow. And this was a huge part of my morning preparations yes. because I couldn't do it beforehand because it's huge. Yes. And it had to be a rainbow. So I had to do it that day. Um, and, it, you know, it probably took me like an hour and a half. Really? To, to make, oh. I was like sewing the pieces together. Oh, my gosh. Because it was all, um, what is that called? The, it's like netting, but beautiful netting. Uh, you know, that like goes under a skirt. Oh, or yeah. Cr- crinoline? Cr- crinoline? It was like crinoline. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know why I can't think of it. It's in the drawer out there. Now I have tons of whatever the fuck that whatever is. Whatever that shit is. Skirt um, poof. Yeah, skirt poof. So I, I t- sewed all these little ribbons together and made it into a beautiful rainbow. And then I made, I was, the original plan was to have the slide go into the ball pit, mm-hmm. which I would decorate to look like a beautiful beautiful cloud mm. and he would slide down the rainbow onto a cloud Ugh, this dream. was my vision i went to, i spent like an hour and like 200 dollars at michael's and probably Ugh. not that much money but uh wasn't far so then i made it you couldn't actually slide into the ball pit because if you did you would basically just slide directly into the wall based on the like how high the the rake of the right. slide is, you know. Plus, you hit the end of that slide, you're just going to flip. <laughs> go right out the window oh, under God. the street. Um, so then the ball pit was just sort of next to the slide. So I made that look like a cloud. And, of course, we did the big reveal for Nellie. And she was really excited that it was a cloud. Gave or, uh, That it was a slide. Gave no shits that it looked like a rainbow. No, that was for the adults. Yeah, let's be honest. I guess. That was for me. Um Though she, we did have little pennants everywhere, and they mm. were rainbow colors, and she kept going, rainbow, rainbow. Aw, cute. So that was fine. The kids loved the slide. The, the kids had a great time at the party, I think. Everybody oh, yeah, everybody had a blast. and throwing things, and there was stuff everywhere. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it got cleaned up. Everybody oh, was man, it was trash in like seven seconds. Yeah, I was in the back frosting those fucking cupcakes. <laughs> I came back in, and I was like, holy shit, uh, this uh, room looks uh, insane. Uh, I mean, I didn't care, but, you know, I was like, wow, there are crayons Every damn yes, where. every inch of your floor was covered. The fail part in that, other than me spending way too much time on my vision that <laughs> nobody cared about except me, um, was that I suddenly, the next morning, or even that no, night, that night, that night mm-hmm. I was like, I am so itchy, mm-hmm. you guys. I feel like I got bug bites. Like I was like scratching through my pants. We had a and, good like, bed bug joke going. Yeah, and I was... I was like, I was miserable. Mm -hmm. And then the next morning it was worse. It was full on hives. It wasn't even like, didn't look, I went to the bathroom. I pulled down my pants and I was like, oh my God, my legs are like all weird and swollen. Mm. And so I was trying to figure out if it was something we ate. And of course, the terror of that is that you've just hosted a party. So if it's something you ate, you fed it to other people. And it's so many people, you know. And uh, Chris was like, well, maybe it's kiwi. We never eat kiwi, uh, but we used it for the green and the rainbow, Mm -hmm. the fruit rainbow. And um, still didn't know, I think, until maybe like noon the next day all the cloud fluff was falling off the cloud because it was that stuff that you, it's buffalo snow. It's Mm -hmm. like fake snow that you, I think people like put it under their trees. I don't think it's the kind you nail onto a roof or whatever because it's just like polyester. To use it to like stuff stuff animals or something? 
Um, it's it's like that. Okay. This was specifically it was really thin, so that you would just roll it out on whatever like I don't know your no, it wouldn't be your nativity scene. It was not snowing at the birth of no, Jesus, as no, far as probably I not. recall when I was a wise man with my frankincense walking up. <laughs> you were the frankincense guy. I was guy. the frankincense oh. guy. Yeah. So I was taking the fluff off and holding like holding this big bundle of it in my bare arms because uh-huh. I had a t-shirt on and I like kind of cocked my head and was like, I bet this is uh, fucking uh, what it was because I was like, you know, I was sewing it onto the ball pit. Like, I was all in that shit. And I'm allergic. My skin's allergic to everything. All the things. And uh, I was like, get this out of the house! Oh, no. And then, and then I was like, oh, my God. Like, the kids were all in the ball pit. So they were all, like, diving face first into this white shit. So then I'm, like, texting everybody that had a kid and being like, um, was Bo okay was Bo okay this morning? Just and every single person said, "They're fine. They're fine. Everything, everybody was fine. It was it's just, just me. You. Thank. I mean, perfect scenario, but other than me being horribly itchy for yeah, two days. right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and we finally got it all out of the house, but it took a while for it all to go down. You know, and I was like having a bunch of Benadryl and stuff. Oh but once God. we got it all out of the house, and then everything was fine. But Damn, big, buffalo long, snow. Big long itchy story. Yeah, but there you go. But. In the long run, you can call the party a win. I can. Yes. Good. Yes. Yes. I'm not going to do one of those. Oh, also, another fucking fail of that party. I have three pictures from that party. Shoot. I'm sure you're shocked. Uh, I took a few. I didn't get a good family photo of the three of you like I did last time. But oh, I got yeah. some good ones. And I got almost all of happy birthday. Aww. Cute. So, um, well, I may have to ask you for those because to... I'm a terrible mother. Here are the three pictures I have. We can I will tell you. The price. I have. I'll talk. <laughs> I have one of the fruit rainbow. Okay. One of the vegetable rainbow. Ooh. And one of Natalie trying to put Nellie's hair into pigtails. And that is literally all I have. Memories. It's not even some other failed picture that just didn't work or whatever. You didn't even get the rainbow slide. Oh, no, I did get the rainbow slide, oh, but I got it before, God. so it was af- before the party had started. Thank God. Well, that's what it should be when it's fresh and beautiful. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. so I think I have quite a few more than that. I oh, will good. give them to you. <sighs> Somebody's got to take photos. Party saver. It is you. But still, even with that additional fail, we're going to go with an overall win. Overall win. Okay, good. Many fails inside. Just with a bunch of tiny little teeny teeny fails. Just a little like a chocolate chip cookie. Mm. And all the, all the chips are fails. Mostly win, but there's these delicious little fails in there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I got a win. Oh, let's hear well. um, So we've been trying the timeout thing. Have you you've done the timeout thing? Like once or twice? We have done two. So we've been doing it a handful of times. Sometimes it comes up more than once a day. And sometimes we don't do it for a week. But yesterday, Bo was being a little bit of a monster. So I think a part of it was we were inside a little too long. We were outside in the morning. And then after his nap, we didn't go back outside again for a long time. And he was just like getting really antsy and wanted to play. And I don't know. So not a lot was happening. So he was like, he kept hitting me. And sometimes it wasn't intentional, but he would still like throw a ball at me. And I'd be like, you can't throw a ball at mama if I'm not looking. Time out. Okay. And he seems to always understand. Afterwards, I'll like be holding his shoulders and we're just like direct eye contact. I'm right in his face. I'm like, do you throw balls at mama? And he shakes his head. No, Mm -hmm. no, no. You have to say, catch mama first. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
okay, don't do that again. And then I'll do it again. And I'm like, these timeouts are bullshit. They're not working yet. Maybe he's too young. I don't know. So then we're playing his matching game. Have it all laid out on the table. We're trying to do the matching cards. And he gets mad and he takes the whole thing and he just rah! Mm-hmm. And pushes him. So there's just like all these little pieces all over the fucking place. And I'm like, oh my God. Bo, you need to help mama pick it up. No! Runs to his bedroom, just starts playing with something else. Bo, get out here and help me pick up. Won't do it, won't do it. I give it a couple minutes, seeing if he'll calm down a little. And then I'm like, okay, Bo, let's go. We got to pick up. We go back and discuss how Daniel Tiger picks up, how Elmo's always helping his mom pick mm. up. None of this is working. Fine. He keeps playing. So I'm like, okay, that's it. He's like, read this book, mama. Read, read Curious George. No. If you won't help me pick up, I'm not reading Curious George. He's not really getting the connection here. So he's super upset. So then I'm taking all of his toys and putting them all in his toy box and shoving the lid on it. And I'm like, no more toys, no more books. You have to help mama pick up. And he's pitching a fit. So I grab him by his little shoulders, pick him up pretty abruptly to the point where he was like, whoa, this is serious. Like you could see his <laughs> yeah. face like get real serious. Plop him down on the couch and I'm like, time out, five minutes. Set the alarm for five minutes. He was staring at me the whole time as I like walked around and did stuff. And every time I looked at him, I was just like stern, just like nice. Yeah. Just like stone cold face. And he's like, oh shit, this is real. Five minutes. The alarm goes off. I sit down next to him. I'm like, Bo, do you know why you were in timeout? Yeah. Why? Pick up. Can you say I'm sorry? Sorry, mama. Will you help me pick up the cards now? Yes. And he picked them up. I couldn't believe it. It was the timeout win. I'm so relieved when you said, will you help me pick up? I was like, oh, God, oh, God. Oh, God. It was so great. And I was like trying not to be too like, oh, thanks, buddy. Yay, yay, yay. So I did say thank you. I'm like, very nice. Thank you for picking up. But I'm like, don't get too excited, Casey. Let's just let this happen. Uh, And so he, he picked up all the cards. Hopefully next time it doesn't come down to this entire argument and temper tantrum and yelling and full five minute timeout, but at least the timeout is starting to work. Yeah, I mean, you have to have effectiveness. It has to, they have to see the consequence or whatever. Right, they have to like learn. They can't just imagine. Yeah. Because there's other times when I'm like, Bo, you can't hit mom. And he's like, time out. And like, do, what do you want time out? What the hell's going on here? just want to be alone with my thoughts yeah. for a few minutes. You can go give yourself a time out if you want, but... When I get it, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. So I was That's, pleased that it worked. So he just sits in the, on the couch for his timeout? You don't have to, like, sequester him anywhere? He knows to stay there? Um, This time, like, I think he felt the anger and the frustration, so he did not move. Mm. He did have another timeout yesterday, actually, that his dad appointed him, and he had to sit in his chair in his bedroom, and he mm. kept getting up, and Mark was like, you have to stay seated. So I was like, he's not staying seated. I think we just have to, like, watch him, make sure he doesn't. Because sometimes you'll walk away to try and get stuff done while he's in timeout and he'll just get back up. Mm-hmm. But this one, you could feel that it was the real deal. <laughs> I think. I, gotcha. I, I made myself very clear. <laughs> I do have one other fail I want to throw out there. Very nice. Um, <laughs> we'll have to post a picture of this because you won't really be able to get the whole story unless you see a photo. Um, as you can see, I got my hair cut yesterday. You did. It's very cute. So my hair went from like really long a few months ago and I like suddenly chopped it off as like whatever and then I got really immediately sick of the layers so I chopped it off to even up the layers right now so it's real short it's mm-hmm. like up it's like just it's a little bit a longer page boy yeah which is the problem oh oh okay who else do you know that has a page boy haircut a page 
my the, son. A, a boy that, oh. Perhaps my son, Bo. <laughs> so I got my like, haircut. I don't know. And I was like, yeah, it looks cute. I feel like it frames my face nicely. This is good. It's nice and light and short, and I love it. <laughs> and I get home, and I literally look at Bo, and I'm like, mother fucker. <laughs> Did I just literally get the same haircut as Bo? Then yesterday morning, oh, so I didn't get a cut yesterday. I got a cut Friday. <laughs> yesterday morning, Mark worked, and Bo and I went to the museum by our our house, the Swedish Museum. I swear, I hadn't even noticed until you said it. So that that's why I'm giggling. So that like. makes me feel a little better because I'm already thinking about it. I'm a little self conscious about it. We're at the museum, and I'm t- I like talk to these other parents for a minute with this other kid, and the mom goes, "Oh, you guys had the same haircut. That's cute." And I'm like, "Motherfucker!" <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, I just got a cut yesterday, and yeah, didn't mean to do that." Oh my god, we oh, have the funny. exact same haircut. <sighs> So now I'm going to go ahead and shave one of our heads. Yeah. I don't know who's yet. We're going to flip a coin for it. Oh, that is funny. Yeah, I truly, I did not even, did not even cross my mind. Uh, But that is wonderful. (laughs) And I love it. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. (laughs) Um, Speaking of hair, I feel like I have to figure out what to do with Nellie's because it's starting to look just insane. It is wily. I don't know what. I don't know what to do. I like maybe it's long enough that it can actually get cut now. Could you do I'm just maybe used to her it? being bald, right? So now I'm like, whatever hair I have, I'm yeah. keeping it. But now she's got like this Eddie Munster like widow's peak in the front, and then the back is like real long, but it gets really like frizzy in the back. Yeah. Well, this happened to Bo, and I think it happens to most kids after their first haircut. Is everything like calms down a little? Once you cut it. Because yeah. there's a lot. I mean, some of that hair is fucking old. Right. Right. Exactly. Remember yeah. how spiky Bo's hair was? Yeah. After his first haircut, even though they didn't cut a lot of the spiky stuff on top, I, t- I was demanded they didn't touch it. Mm-hmm. Just by getting that cut, everything kind of like relaxed a little. Yeah. And I think that's kind of common. So maybe that would happen. Yeah. She's she's kind of getting that. Um, oh, shit. What's the guy's name? Are you watching Stranger Things? No. Okay. On Stranger Things, there's this like super sexy, but he's also a total piece of shit uh, high school lifeguard oh. that's got like this nice curly, sexy mullet. Yeah, she's kind of got that, that makes look sense. On. Yeah. yeah, sometimes she looks a little like Joe Dirt. Yeah, yeah, and she's got the Joe Dirt. Yeah. yeah, sometimes a little like crusty the clown when it like goes yeah. out of the side. But she woke up from her nap and was like, "Whoa, yeah." That was <laughs> there's a lot happening. It was like backlit. So it was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I gotta figure it out. Oh. I, maybe it's time for a haircut. Maybe I you guys just, should get matching haircuts. There's just so little on the top. You know, she's still got like the 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 mohawk. Yeah, there's still like the sides are pretty. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Just I think maybe a the haircut. best thing you could do is both get mullets. <laughs> yeah, just, it'll make me feel to. good. All right, fine, I'll do it. Ah, yes, I'll do it. Oh, oh screaming. Should we let him in? Sure. Who's there? Hey. Hi. You want to say hello to the people? Say hello. Hello. Oh, you're so stinky. <gasps> Nellie. Can you say hello on the microphone? Hi. Come here, baby. Oh, say hello. No. No? Come here, Monkey Jane. Oh, I love you. 
I cannot believe there's not a poop in here. This is insane. He smells awful. I love you, Mommy. I love you, Nellie. Chico. Chico. Are you singing a song? Chico. Kiko, Kiko, do you want to sing, Bo? No. Pickle, no. Pickle, pickle. Do you want to sing Twinkle, Twinkle? Pico, Pico. What's Pico, Pico? Pico, Pico. Pico, Pico, Can you sing Twinkle? Pico, 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 Pico. No. Bye, Stinkbot. Bye. Oh, you're leaving? All right. Okay, see you two later. Bye, Pico, Pico. Bye. 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 Bye, Pico. Oh, bye, Nellie. <laughs> I wonder if they caught that one. Don't, no, 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 no buttons. No buttons, babe. Bye, Bo. Bo literally smells like this. Bye, Casey. Oh, bye, Nellie. <laughs> bye. Bye. I'm leaving. You're, You're leaving? leaving? Okay. Uh, I guess we'll be back with our guest. <laughs> oh, yeah, our guest. Oh, damn, man. We forgot to say. New Year's 2020. Yeah. Oh. Our, our guest is a stuffed giraffe. Yeah. Uh, you have a giraffe. Um, yes, we totally forgot. We have a guest, and she's so cool. And uh, God, it sucks we didn't bring it up before, because now you're going to find out. Um, anyway, she's awesome. Her name's Mary. She has just gone through uh, some tough shit. So we're going to talk about it. Yeah, we'll be right back. We are back, and we have got Mary Novohoski with us. Novohoski. <laughs> welcome. That's my name. <laughs> Don't wear it out. We nailed it. Hi, Mary. Thanks for being on our podcast. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me on this blustery... Is it fall or is it winter? I don't know. It's feels, it feels winter. Like winter. It's, it's presenting itself as winter, but it's fall. The homeless lady outside Whole Foods told me I looked cold. Oh, so, yeah. Winter literally, like winter y'all, it doesn't start until like November twenty seventh or something like that, right? Yeah. I and mean, that's pretty arbitrary. I just what winter? Yeah, December twenty first. Oh, even later. Oh God, this is some bullshit. Mm-hmm. December is actually still fall. Uh, yeah, I believe so. That seems like a lie. I'm saying it with such authority that I feel yeah. like it's I, like I believe me. I believe you too. And, Thank you. And I, but I'm a. I'm against the facts you're spewing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I mean, I it. don't agree with it, but I think it's right. Uh, yeah, that's a real bummer. Do you look like you're Googling it. Are First you just day. Checking uh, your... Oh, yeah, okay. I'm just hanging out. Just texting. Just, just doing some work emails. Sliding into some DMs. Sliding into my DMs. It's yeah, December I, 21st to March 19th oh, is winter. Oh, 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 don't be proud. That's a horrible fact. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, horrible win. I was already proud of myself for saying sliding into DMs. Oh, that was it nice. felt... I, I used yeet the other day. Oh. I think inappropriately. But uh, what did you say? Yeet. <laughs> you just what was said? You don't really say it in a sentence. Under your breath. Could you give, provide a context? Well, um, I'm trying to remember what we were actually talking about. We were talking about some meme or something, and someone was like, "Oh man, I didn't even know about that." You're Tristan. You're so much more uh, into pop culture and like. And cool stuff than I am, and I was like, yeet! But that that was the whole thing. Okay. So I work with uh, only twenty four year olds and younger Same in my Z. department. Same Z. I'm I'm the el- I've managed to be the eldest. Oh. Mm-hmm. The elder statesman. Yeah, the, the elder statesman. I've learned that now you just you stand things. 
Oh, oh, that's when you like one. stalk someone on Instagram. Is when that you, right? When you stand something, you're just a big fan. Oh, like that Eminem song that he did with Dido. Oh, this is weird. I I work with very young people too, but I feel like. Sometimes I feel like I know more about pop culture than they do. Yeah. They know more about White Claw and how many they can drink, but they don't necessarily know pop culture. Hmm. Wait, that standing is from that song, the, I want to thank you for being a well, like the and like the Eminem version, so it cuts from like my tears go cold, I wonder why, <laughs> to like the part where he's just rapping as yeah. his fan Stan sending letters. Oh, so I was, you know, huh. you're just weirdly obsessed with something you're allowed to say. Wait, that, that song from like 2002? Not yeah, even. We brought it back. People are bringing it where back. Where it's like, hi. Hi, Shady. Yeah. I like your stuff. Lot, lot, lot. Greatest fan you ever knew. Sincerely yours, yours, man. We could be together, too. And then Stan. Stan. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I knew that song from the first time. Yeah, so I guess now now you can be a Stan. Oh. oh. See, I thought it was like a conglomerate of Instagram fans. So it was like, I'm standing this person. Like, you I know what? I stand as your Here's the thing. I'm going to say something. I could be wrong. <laughs> And I could have extrapolated my own meaning, but I thought Stan, like from that song. I really like that. If you made that up, that's great. I would love if that is none of it. I would love (laughs) if that ends up being none of it. Um, If any of my listeners are cool, I'm sure you're not, or you wouldn't be listening to us. Let us know if any of us are right about standing. Also, I'm the kind of person that I'd be like, all right, I heard that once. I'm totally confident on it now. And I'll go to work and I'll be like, oh, what are you standing? And they're like, do you even know what that means? And I'll be like, it's from the Eminem song. And they'll be like, what? And they'll be like, Emma, who? Old bitch. That old white man, <laughs> rapper man. Oh. Oh, oh, by the way, on our break, Mary got here and uh, Nellie screamed the whole time because she was hungry. <laughs> <laughs> and now I have a damp epaulette um, that is either snot or tears. I do not know. Epaulette. Now that's some cool words. Thank you. Millennials um, love shoulder yeah jewels should we talk about our guest yes <laughs> about i suppose M2? just I about suppose. her not about dido r.i.p let's just talk about her though like not direct any question towards her yeah not no, make eye contact i'm, I'm just oh. here to take in the ambiance yes welcome yes. just to inhale all the cat toxins that you can <laughs> right come across so mary so, you're a mom i i am tell us about that I have a two-year-old, almost two-year-old. I have on the cusp of mm. two-year-old daughter. It'll and still be fall when she turns two? Apparently it will still be fall, though I would like to talk to someone higher up. <laughs> I'd like to speak <laughs> to... Than me? I'd like to speak to a manager. About okay. And, and here's the manager mom. right okay, now. Karen. It's that orange cat. <laughs> that's kind of my mom style. Yeah. It's just... I need to speak to the manager of this jimbery. Yeah. <laughs> yes. There's an epaulette on the mat. <laughs> um, you would lose your epaulette if you were tumbling. I don't know what an epaulette is. It's like when the... the I just like wanted to use it Army people stuff. Yeah, if you picture like a, an old-timey marine and they have those like golden uh-huh. shoulder pads with the fringe, fringe. that's an epaulette. Yeah. yeah. You have the most... That's one of the more advanced like vocab words I've heard in a really Thank long you. time. I mean, most, most of the words I know are things that... Old ladies from the 1800s would know. Like that's, oh, she's that's where yeah. my oeuvre is. Does your kid have a name? Sophia. I have a daughter, and her name is Sophia. Sophia, and she's Sophia almost two. Louise. She's almost two. I 
my child is the product of two stand-up comedians um, making their way through the open mic scene in Chicago, Illinois. Mm. That's how I met my my late husband. I guess this is the part where I break that my husband is dead. Yeah. I'm glad dead, you said it. Dead husband. Dead husband <laughs> alert. I'm sorry. I just laughed at Spo- dead husband. Spo- like, spoiler. Uh, spoiler. Right. I, don't, I don't know if it's a spoiler. Maybe it's a, tr- if it, it's going to be a trigger warning. Who knows? Right. Yeah. Well, but, we'll probably put it in the title of the episode somewhere. So people might. Trigger, trigger, know. dead husband alert. Yeah. Yeah. That's what <laughs> we'll call this episode. <laughs> I yeah. like it. Uh, that is but yeah, glad you brought it up. Um, but that's one of the reasons you're here is because that sucks. Yeah, and I'm that, sorry. That sucks. I guess it makes me um, interviewable. People love trauma. <laughs> no, I think um, I think it's hard. I think one of the things that's difficult, like everybody. Um, uh, everybody dies, yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, everybody probably is going to have some kind of significant or meaningful loss that they'll have to like deal with in their lives. And I think it's a thing that we, as a society, often don't talk about, but it is like the inescapable. Like, yes, a hundred percent of us will die. Um, and I lost my husband at a really unfortunate period of time to really unfortunate circumstances and so um he passed away when my daughter was so he died on january 8th 2019 and my daughter turned one on december 9th uh 2018 so she had her dad for basically 13 months Mm-hmm. And so the last um, almost year has been just me. And I think like anyone who has a toddler knows that the period of time between one and two is just like, holy shit. Yeah. They're walking mm-hmm. and like now they're talking and suddenly like they know what a hat is and like they won't <laughs> put it on and like they won't take it off. Or, like, and everything's so, a hat if you put it on yeah, your head. Everything could be a hat. A block is a hat. <laughs> this is a hat. A cat could be a hat. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just been a really crazy time to be like, I need to support this human in what might be the most like explosive year of their development. But like, I'm also mourning and grieving and trying to like navigate what life looks like, um, as a single mom, which is a title that also really sucks. Mm, yeah. Well, and, it makes you sound like a whore, frankly. Right. Yeah, well, not to negate the issues that other single moms have, but sometimes if someone's a single mom, it's like, I'm pregnant. I'm doing this. I'm not in a relationship with this person. They're not interested. Okay, I'm going to do this. Fuck it. You're, you never had that moment where you're like, all right, here we go. I'm going to be a single mom. Single momhood was thrust upon you, right? Yeah. And I think until you're in it like it's one of I I remember like like one of the things that I did shortly after I became a single mom was like I decided that I wanted to go on (laughs) google.com heard of it I've heard of it yeah and start just like googling different like phrases around being a single mom and kind of just like see what came up 
and the like animosity that certain communities and like people actually have towards single mothers and like all of the preconceived notions um, are pretty awful. Right. And yeah, it's a lot of like, yo, these single moms, they out here, they just want to take all your money. They're just looking. <laughs> oh yeah, the for, government. They're just looking for mm-hmm. the government. Or they just want you to be their baby's daddy, but they're never going to love you like they love their kid. And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> yeah, sorry. If I uh, ever find love again, I, I think I, I'd hope that I don't love you the way I love my child. <laughs> right. Really different types of love. But um, it's been it's been pretty... It's been pretty crazy and just eye-opening in general to, like, yeah, def- definitely, like, feel, I feel like I lost, I lost my love, um, and, but you also lose a bunch of other things, I think, when you become a single parent, and, I mean, just in general, like, when you lose somebody you love, like, you lose... Like, if there's memories that you just share with that person, like, all those stories, they kind of get lost because there's no one to, like, recount them with. You know, you're like, oh, remember that time? And then you're like, well, I guess I'm just talking to myself in my car. You know, like, I lost my apartment. Um, And to, like, the outside world, it's like, at some point, I couldn't wear, like, the ring on my finger anymore. So then, like, I lose that sort of... Like, you know, when I'm at the coffee shop and I'm with my child and now, like, I'm picking my kid up and, like, I no longer have my ring on, I have this weird conscious feeling, like, I wonder, like, what they're thinking. Mm. Like, oh, what mistake did she make? (laughs) They probably just think you're the nanny. Not that that makes it any better. (laughs) What made you be, like, no more ring? Um... I think, like, after six months... Basically, it was, it was a little more than six months. So Dave passed away in January. And then our wedding anniversary was in August. Mm-hmm. And then after our wedding anniversary, which was like August 6th, I was like, well, I don't fucking feel married. Yeah. I'm like, this just feels like a weird, like a weird sham that I'm putting on and people... I don't know. I, th- I guess I care a lot or I think a lot about how I'm being perceived, which could actually just be a major personality flaw and probably why I got into stand-up comedy. You've eased your way into this role of single mother, right? You've accepted the fact that this is a title that you bear. It's a title. I have a lot of good co-parents. Like, my parents, like, Peppa Pig is one of my <laughs> co-parents. Nail it. Are I, your parents really local? Do. My parents are local. I live with my parents, so I'm I'm a grown ass adult, and I live with my mom and dad. I feel like you have a good reason, though. Like you I didn't like I, before, right? You I lived didn't, with your no, husband. I, I didn't before. My husband and I lived in a lovely apartment in Bucktown. Um, I mean, yeah, I haven't been, I haven't been able to find like the mental or financial like ability to kind of come back into the city so do you just want to get out of that place because of too many memories or did you feel like wow no i can't afford this place or both um so the situation was the last night that i ever slept in my apartment was um the night before dave died And I went back there over and over again because I was in a lease and my landlord wouldn't let me get out of it. Oh, cool. That's real fucking cool. Yeah. So I actually paid for rent 
through April of this year. And he died um, a trash January. monster. And he died in January, yeah. I mean, part of it was like, I couldn't get... I mean, the thing with like being in a city and facing a loss like that and then having a kid... Like, we had so much shit um, and just stuff. And we weren't neat people. We kind of had like a low-key hoarder's lifestyle. <laughs> Specifically, my husband like just loved to collect stuff. And so after he passed away, it was like, I think sometimes when people have a loss, like there's the double-edged sword of like, if it's in a home that you own, you can kind of like take your time to like go through stuff and like get rid of it. And like, maybe, maybe some, someday you take the wallpaper down and you put something new and fresh up. And in this case, it was like, oh shit, at some point this lease will end. Um, I'll need to get out of here. And I, I have like a ticking clock on getting all of my shit out of here. Mm-hmm. And so I literally spent like three months and dozens of trips just like slowly getting my stuff out and just uncovering bits and pieces of the story that like led to Dave's death, which I think was one of the hardest things. So... Um, my husband died from combined drug intoxication, which is just like a fun way of saying overdosed, but we're not sure which of like the seven drugs in his system were like the real culprit, but there was just too much stuff happening in his body. Um, and I didn't know what he was doing. Like, and so a large, like a big part of him passing away was there's always this period of time before even like the medical examiner calls you and tells you like why the person died. And so it was like this, um, you know, like 31 year olds don't just like die in their guest bedroom in the middle of the day. Right. Yeah. And... I didn't learn, like, I I wouldn't find out officially that it was an overdose until, like, a month after the funeral. Wow. But about a week after the funeral, I would come back to the apartment and find, like, a stash of drugs. Mm -hmm. And that would kind of, that sort of unraveled the beginning of things that I started finding, which unraveled this whole road of, like, wow, look at all these things that were in the house that I was living in. I must be a moron for not seeing this, you know, which opened up all these other questions of like, we were having other relationship struggles leading up to it. Like things had changed, like certain, like certain stuff was being hidden, like lies were being told. And so a lot of like the saga of like what happened only would unravel in the months after and like going through phone records and going through all the stuff, which would be like a detective mission that I went on because, you know, like the, the Chicago, I mean, the police showed up, like I found my husband dead. Um, I didn't know what happened. I called the EMTs. Like when I found him, he was warm, but not breathing. And, so 
I didn't actually believe that it was possible that he could die. I don't think that no. anyone believes that, like, right. when you're with somebody, like, this isn't possible. Yeah, medicine will fix yeah, it. Yeah, and we'll... so I remember just, like, having, like, EMS come and come into my house. And this entire time, like, my daughter is napping upstairs. Um, and it's a totally crazy day where, like, both of us should have been at work but it was like four in the morning the day before he passed away that he came to me and was like, I think I need to call out. I didn't finish this project for work. And, you know, I like checked on him that morning and he was breathing, you know, but like there's all these things like he was breathing, but he was breathing kind of funny, but like that didn't signal anything to me that was a problem um, because I just didn't have the knowledge. Like I didn't know what brain stem breathing was or what it sounds like when you know, someone is dying. Like, those were never things, you know. Like You also I, were like, my husband's an addict, so I should make sure he's not being... Yeah, I mean, I knew, like, addicting. I knew that, that he had done heroin in the past. Like, before we ever dated, it was part of his, like, comedy routine. Like, some of his, like, cornerstone bits were about this thing that was like so much in his past mm. and I had caught him with like coke at some point um like after Sophia was born and we'd had a big argument but we'd also had a lot of conversations that were like isn't that silly can you believe that we used to party you know like god how dumb the only time I can ever imagine myself doing coke again is you know like off a stripper in Vegas in our 60s yeah that would be wild <laughs> yuck, yuck. like yeah <laughs> yeet you know <laughs> exactly yeah. like you know, <laughs> Why, like, Stan right. will do it. Um, that that work. Stan. <laughs> um, but it was never like, oh, no part of me was ever like, oh, he's doing all of this right now. Mm-hmm. Because the yeah. conversation always had been of how silly it would be. And, oh, if you ever do this thing again, like, the number one thing you have to do is tell me, like this should never be a thing that you ever do. And then don't tell anybody right. about like, right. no matter what, like, you know, pinky promise, blood promise, whatever, like, please always let me know. And then he didn't. And, um, now I'm here and like, I'm going through all of this and like a journey that I think, has in some ways like really only kind of just begun Mm -hmm. in trying to understand and unravel like what the fuck really happened and and what led to all of that. But at the same time, I'm also like really trying to be a mom Mm -hmm. and like be the best mom I can be, which is super hard for anyone in any situation to be like, and I want to be a good mom. Yeah. It's like like, fucking impossible. Yeah, anyway, it's, it's about yeah. Even with in the best in, of circumstances, yeah. and this is way harder. So, how do you talk about him to her? Yeah, that's been that's been one of the harder ones. Um, I'm super in touch with his family. And Are they also local? They're in Michigan, so they're not local. Um, and that's been a big kind of thing, trying to make sure that I make the time to keep going out there. Um, I show her pictures of him. Um, she knows like who daddy is and she knows like she know. I mean I'll say daddy died and went to heaven which feels fucking stupid because I don't know that I believe in heaven um, but I kind of like latched onto this idea of daddy heaven 
Mm-hmm. And so I've been running with it, but I've tried to actually say, like, yes, he died and went to heaven. Heaven is not just, like, Costco. <laughs> like, daddy doesn't like, dad, like, like, daddy didn't just, like, go out for her. Sigs. Sigs, you know, <laughs> and never and never come back. Mm-hmm. Like, he died. And so, but, I mean, it's, like, she's not even two, so it's, like, I can't grasp the concept of death myself. Um, even having come like so close to it uh, but that's kind of the space where I am right now like I want to make sure that she knows what he looks like that mm-hmm. she knows who he is it's hard like because the concept of dad and daddy is so prevalent so raising a child essentially without a father, like they really quickly know that there is a missing piece, mm-hmm. but it's hard for them to like verbalize it, especially when they're barely verbal. Like she's just talking now mm-hmm. in sort of sentences. And so that one is hard. Like I can tell though she definitely gravitates to like daddy pig in the Peppa Pig franchise. <laughs> <laughs> Um, like we got, uh, Dave's parents got us this like book club membership and that stupid fucking daddy book came. Like what kind of daddy is your daddy? All different kinds of daddies, the daddy book. And so with stuff like that, I'm just like, all right, I'm putting this one under a pillow. Yeah. Like we're not about to go through all the different types of daddies. Like I, I, I'm not going to force a weird, like early age traumatic moment I don't have to and like where's yours dead is that an option in this book (laughs) yeah heaven Um, yeah I mean even in daycare too they're always like pushing daddy stuff or whatever they yeah they they are pushing it like she has her grandpa like living with my parents I think has been really beneficial in that sense because my dad loves her Um, and my family is Ukrainian and we speak Russian and so like the Russian word for grandpa is dedushka or like deda hmm. which for a long time I like wouldn't let my dad go by that because mm-hmm. it sounded too close to dad mm-hmm. and so I just have him go by like his name which is Vladimir so essentially my child calls, his name calls my dad Vlad. Vlad. Hey, Vlad. Or hey, like Vlad. the Russian like diminutive of Vlad, which is Vova. Vlova. Yeah, so it's just like, I'm like, all right, well, that's Vlad, and that's <laughs> Baba, yeah. Grandma. So I just am trying, I'm trying not to create a confusion or to make her like think that someone that's is somebody dad. that they're not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... I don't know if I'm fucking up, though, or not. On that sense, <laughs> has this situation inspired you to do anything professional to be like, give me some fucking guidance, someone? someone? Because, yeah, that's my gut is like, what the fuck do you do? <laughs> I mean, I'm in so much professional therapy for myself um, at this point. And I, I have... I've been given some books, like, sad's not bad, you know, mm-hmm. or, like, mm-hmm. like a certain... Thanks, books. Yeah. I've been given some, like, but even those, they're not quite... This is just such a difficult age to navigate something like that with. You know, maybe if she was, like, a little bit older, 
I'd be like, yep, time to go to a child psychologist. It's like she's two. I can't get her to like focus on blocks. Right. right <laughs> yeah. For like four minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so they're going to put her in a room with some blocks and like the two, the one way mirror thing, right? And then yeah. be like, oh, well, the way she played with those blocks, like, yeah. fuck you. Shut up. I mean, it's, it's hard. It's hard to say. There's some part of me that's like, if I just get better and I'm just like strong enough. Maybe because she won't really have a memory of this, that on some, like, weird level I've, like, skated or I can escape some of, like, the trauma that would be there if she had all these memories and Mm -hmm. if she had all these, like, embedded experiences. Mm -hmm. Um, And that also is sad because... On the flip side, like, she will have no organic memory. It's, like, mm-hmm. it's on me to build the myth, the man, the legend, <laughs> right, that her dad is going to be. And that, I think, is one of the things that definitely, like, hangs heavy on me. Because Dave was an artist. He was also a teacher. Um, but he was an artist who, like, didn't get to, like, finish or complete the, like, great work that he wanted to like, we did a lot of cool things. He did a lot of cool things in comedy. Like, met a lot of, like, local benchmarks. Got to tour the Midwest. Got to perform in New York. Got to perform in L.A. Performed overseas. And all of that is really cool. But, like, I knew him and I know myself. And, like, I think anybody that still holds on to this grain of, like, a creative dream, you're like, well... Like, even part of me. Like, I don't do stand-up regularly anymore. Mm-hmm. But still, not that far in the back of my mind, I I still am convinced I'll write a great American novel. Oh, sure. I'm like, well, I mean, I'm still going to write my book. (laughs) Obviously. Like, maybe I'm taking a break right now. And so I think one of the things that's hard, too, is like, um, I know he didn't reach exactly where he wanted to be. But that doesn't mean that, like, his lifetime was unsuccessful or this but like it was cut short and so absolutely yeah part of me too is like how much is on me to publish his works Mm -hmm. or like continue his thing and then the other part of me is like well what what do you want like what's best for the way your current family situation is now you know like you make plans with your partner about Mm -hmm. like what you want for your kid like Mm -hmm. I think that's so much like the second you become a parent or even when you're pregnant you're like and where will they go to school (laughs) yeah what will I put them in ballet at yeah. three or four yeah. years old? Are we going to be spankers? Yeah. <laughs> you ask all these questions. So is there any of that where you've been like, well, you're gone now, so I'm going to do this thing that you were totally against. Has, has that been a piece of it? It's been hard for me to figure out what I actually want. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like without my husband um it's hard because so much of like all of those fantasies and like stories that you build up in your head for like how you want to shape your child's future or even like what kind of tools you want to give them to shape their own future like that's done in like you know when you can't fall asleep at night in bed and like these conversations that you have with like this person where you're like, okay, like we agreed to do this together. Um, and so, so much of it now is like, well, I don't even know what I want. Like, right, right. Like, I've been 
I've, I've been so used to this being a collaborative like conversation where now it's just me being like so should I just move to the suburbs <laughs> or be like I don't like the suburbs why not is it because you don't like them or is it because Dave didn't like them it's like I don't know <laughs> I think I hate them and then you're like wait do I want to send her to this 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 and that yeah. like wait I do love unlimited breadsticks yeah I'm like <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's hard. I Like, everything has had to... I think when you lose somebody that's, like, part of you... Um, I think especially when you become a parent with someone. Like, that's, like, a next... That's... Not that, like, people who aren't together for 60 years and decide to never have kids don't have a real bond. That would be... Right, but there's just a different layer of raising another human together. Yeah, but... but They're but, not... Better, one's not better than the other. Right. It's just different. Yeah. But the, the layer of like we made a person, and we made this like commitment to like take care of this person, um, and we set our like we set our own path. It's like a, you know, three people that feels like a family. Two people that's just like a couple of people. <laughs> like Sophie, you know, it's it's hard for like Sophie, like for me to be like, well, this is my family, and then like just point to like a toddler that's just like crouching and pooping in the corner of the room. Like, that's my, you know, like that's my primary family member, <laughs> right? Like even when there's three, you're like, this is us. Like we're a unit. Here we are. Like we're all wearing puffy coats together. And then when it's just like two back winds down and two, I'm like, well, oh god, like. I'm the only one responsible in case I fuck this up. Right. Yeah, I can't <laughs> share this with somebody. Yeah, I feel like that would be like a weird challenge is that I feel like sometimes I'm like, oh, I have to be a great mother. But part of it is just because I don't want to have to answer to Chris if I screw something up, you know? It's like, I don't know. They're like keeping you honest. So then it's like, well, should I just let the kid do whatever I want because then it doesn't matter? Yeah, I... I don't know. I, I'm really afraid of being a bad parent and I'm really afraid of like my grief coming through too much to the surface. So I think with my daughter, it's like, I especially feel like I have to be on all the time. Like the same way, like, like you're in an improv troupe that never stops performing and like just Sounds like hell. You just do (laughs) one show after another, and someone is just whipping you like more blocks, (laughs) more snacks. Yeah. How dare you feed her that non-organic snack, you bad, bad mom? (sighs) Uh. I mean, one of my favorite dishes to make my child that I know that she'll eat when I'm afraid that her caloric intake is too low is just a piece of bread with microwave, like that I put in the microwave with a piece of cheese on top and we call it cheesy bread. Oh, that sounds mm. bomb. And then we just cut it into pieces because she likes when things are cut into pieces, you know, like it definitely like there's, there's things that I can't be like the mom. I can't be the like Bucktown yoga mom where like I am, you know, like curating smoothies for the whole family. Mm-hmm. I don't think even the Bucktown yoga mom is that woman either, though. But she is, but sure. she has, like, an army that's supporting her that's built with, like, 
cash. <laughs> yeah, but cash her kid ends up eating the cheesy bread now and again, too. Sure, for sure, for sure. But they, yeah, there's just... There's, there's, I don't know. That's not a realistic person. <laughs> yeah, I think I just, I'm like, I want to be good at this, but I don't even know what that means anymore or how I'm doing. Like, I have my parents, and I'm like a first-generation, like, immigrant child, too. So my parents also come from this, like, completely different world and context, where I've always rebelled against whatever they have to say to me or, like, however they feel about what I'm doing. And sometimes they just have, like, cuckoo bananas, like, mm-hmm. holistic feelings, you know? Like, <laughs> my mom just wants to make sure that, like, people aren't giving my daughter the evil eye every once in a while oh, at, like, a restaurant out of nowhere. <laughs> you know, and so I need to, I have to, like, re- you know, I have to... And they're, they're positive, like, they're super positive, and, and they tell me I'm a good mom, but, like, they also shame me. My dad's like, which hat did you bring to daycare? Oh, you brought that bad hat. That's why they took her outside without a hat. It's because you brought not a good hat. Like, they what is also... hat? Why is he, he calling you Care? He, he daycare. Do, daycare. Oh, I thought you said your name was Care. I was like, <laughs> what, what does that mean in Russian? Yeah, no, he'll, like... My But my parents now, like, together, they are this weird additional co-parent. Mm-hmm. Whether but, you want it or not. Whether I want it or not. But it's so... It's such a major help that I, I take it for what it is. But it's also this thing of, like, I had to... I had this major pendulum swing where it was, like okay, Dave and I are on our own and we're making our own family and we've talked so much about how our families fucked us up and all the things we really don't want to do that our parents mm-hmm. did and God forbid we, like, ever have to end up in the place where I... And not, not like, either of us have, like, terrible or, like, or unsuccessful parents or something like that. Like, we didn't come from broken places. Like, I'm lucky to have a enough privilege in my background that like this horrible thing happened to me and there was a place I could fall back to that wasn't as deep of a hole as like I could have gone into. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's definitely like something ironic or I don't even know what the word is. You're really good at vocabulary, Tristan. Yeah, slats. <laughs> Just apple. Uh, no, no, I think she's talking about shoes now. To, to go from to, to go from like we were both like black sheep, like wanted to get as far away from our families as possible. Like it, like Dave lived in China for several years. Like hmm. I moved to LA at one point for as long as I could until I ran out of money and broke up with a boyfriend. And it was just like, we all, like we both ran as far from our Mm -hmm. families as we could. And then we finally settled on like being in the city to be close enough to both sets of parents without having to like really have them be in our shit. And now I am like, I am am in it. I I don't have this like yogi clear head, like clear mind where I'm like, well, what do I want? Because I still feel like I'm clouded with like everything that Dave and I wanted and then now I have my parents being like, this is really just a, just a suggestion. Just a suggestion. What if we live together forever <laughs> by a commune and you live upstairs and we live downstairs? What about that? Hi, folks. It's Tristan here from the hit podcast, Baddest Mothers in the Room. 
Well, it appears that we've done it again. We got so wrapped up in our conversation with Mary that we went way over time and the interview is a thousand years long. So we are going to cut it right here for this episode. And then you'll get to hear the second half of Mary's interview in the following episode. So we will see you then. In the meantime, please check us out on all of our social media. That's Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Baddest Mothers. And if you've got any feedback or anything you want to say or ask or suggest, you can always email us at baddestmothers at gmail.com. Thank you so much. We are Baddest Mothers in the Room. Bo, can you say bye-bye? Bye-bye. Nellie, can you say bye-bye? She's waving.